another episode of Say It To Me Nice. This is Bridgetta Giles, certified family life educator, sexuality counselor, and lover of all things fuckery. And today I have a, I have three special guests here with me today. But before I introduce them, I want to introduce you all to the term of the week. This week's term is ethical non-monogamy. Do you know what that is? No? If you don't, let me tell you. Ethical non-monogamy is an approach to relationships where people can have more than one romantic and sexual partner at a time, and everyone involved is aware and enthusiastically consents to that dynamic. Polyamory, open relationships, swinging, situationships, all of these fall under the umbrella of ethical non-monogamy. I think this is important for us to talk about specifically in the Black communities because if everyone who knows me knows that I am not one to just do things because that's what's always been done. You're not supposed to question. I question all things. So in my life, I'm an open book and I encourage other people to be open book and look into situations, circumstances, and relationships that best suit who they are and their needs. Polyamory is something that I am so very interested in and such a advocate for because I do wholeheartedly believe that monogamy is not the default should not be the default to all people we should only default to what feels right to us and what feels us so today I get to interview my absolute favorite couple in my head (laughs) I have been following them for quite some time and I'm so so honored to have them you guys, if y'all could get off mute one at a time, we're going to go with Tasha first, then Jess, then Mr. Oliver. Ladies first, Mr. Oliver, unless unless y'all tell me otherwise. Introduce no, he's, he's a ladies first type person. I didn't, I didn't know I was going to be put on the spot first. <laughs> um, so, of course, my name is Tasha, as you just said. Um, I'm originally from Louisiana, currently residing in... Dallas, Texas, from Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, ethical non-monogamy, if you would say, um, based on the term before I came into all of the definitions and the terms and the labels, um, you can say I moved the way I dated was polyamorous since I was maybe 15, 16. Um, when I say 15 and 16, it's because I was I had an attraction to boys and girls. So that's how the whole idea of poly or dating multiple people, having multiple boo things at once um, came about. I love it. And because I am a behavioral, I've worked in behavioral health for about 15 years now, I would not feel right letting you slide out this introduction without letting it be known that you are a licensed medical social worker, master's level social worker, correct? I am a licensed master LMSW in the state of Texas. Um, I'm a little bit more than halfway through with gaining my clinical clinical slash supervision hours to test for my LCSW. And I am also the owner of Tactical Social Worker PLLC. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Jess. Hello. Hi. I, I am Jessica. I am originally from... New Orleans, currently Mm -hmm. residing in Shreveport. So, um, 
Yeah, so I am, I'll say half residing in Shreveport, half residing in Dallas. I am out here with my boo thing. Um, probably about half the month, every month. So looking to make my my big move soon. So I should not like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um yeah, just um right now I'm trying to at least make it past graduation for my daughter. So high school graduation and then I'm ready to just go ahead and branch out and do everything that is owed to me. Absolutely. So, um, that is old to me. I love it. Yes. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. It's the new moon in Taurus today. So we're gonna we're gonna touch on we're gonna get a little witchy today too. A little bit. A little yes, bit. Yes, yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Jess. All right, Mr. Oliver, the one and only. Good evening. Good evening. My name is um my name is O, and that's pronounced O H H definitively. Um I'm a tourist and the full moon is in me tonight. So yeah, it's gonna be a good turn up. Just tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, born and raised in Central Florida. Um, military, did all the violent stuff, brought me to Shreveport and I was minding my business. And Tasha kind of forced me into this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Tasha, he didn't want to get violent in here. <laughs> okay, I, I need to speak up for myself. It's about to get violent. Oh, did you choose violence today? I feel like so violence. So he wake up and choose violence every day. However, I need to clear my name. I did not force him into this. <laughs> he deboed me on a first date. Okay. And a few weeks after we started dating, I told him like, "Hey, I like women too." And you know, I've always wanted like a forever boyfriend, forever girlfriend, you know, whatever that may look like. Like, so do we keep moving forward with the relationship? Like, what do we do? What are your thoughts? Like, you know, so that's that. But I I didn't force him into doing anything. He's not a small um, bullying type of individual. If you see him in person, like he's not somebody that can be bullied or forced to do anything. (laughs) I want to say when y'all lived in Shreveport many moons ago, I took a class at Body by O. Mm-hmm. And I died. Like, girl, didn't you? I died. I was like, oh no, fuck that. Maybe <laughs> trying to kill us. No. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, if you study human behavior, the abusers always never let the victim talk. And yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm, you know what? I believe you. We almost died. Y'all bring up an interesting point because my first question, my first request of y'all was to tell me your love story. How did this this beautiful romance in its fullness come to? So Tasha, you just told us that you let it be known within the first couple of weeks of dating that this this was your intention. This is this is your expectation. This is what feels good to you. Um and you allowed him space to accept or walk away. What did that feel like for you? Um, it was scary to be honest because it was correction. It was a couple months because okay. Okay. Was, yeah, about two, two and a half months. Okay. Um, cause I was like, if he's not with this, cause I was like, he might be one of them guys that just not into, um, 
bisexual women. Like he just might be one of them guys that's like ill, gross, you know, just not, you know, not knowing because you're still in the new getting to know each other phase. So, um, but when he got to asking questions, you know, and we were looking because we was actually on a road trip back from our first vacation together. We was, you know, looking up stuff, reading, um, like that most common um, book, more than two. Mm-hmm. We read, we read that on the drive. So just, you know, talking about stuff and he was like, okay, cool. You know, let's figure this out as we go, you know, do our due diligence and learn and see how this works for us. So you can pretty much say it's, it's always been a part of our relationship since, since we first started, first started dating. Um, I'm not going to do Jessica like, oh, did me. I'm going to let her tell you. <laughs> So I'll say, um, O made a post New Year's Eve of 2019. Yeah. And it was like, if you have anything to say, say it. Uh, what, what did it say? If you have anything left to say at the end of the year, say it. I was like, hmm. Let me just say, though, I was a little inebriated, I had a little liquid courage. And I was like, "Mm, let me go ahead and respond. So basically like, hey, I think you and your wife are pretty attractive and I really admire y'all. And and so he was like, really? Hmm. Well, follow our private pages. And then he sent it to Sasha. I was like, ooh, bet. Yes. So then me and Tasha started talking like every day for like all day the next couple weeks. Ooh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. And so it was just like instant. Like I was like, oh, okay, this is great. Yeah. Kismet from there. Went down in the DM. Yep. I love it. Oh my On God. Instagram. So cool. Yep. So my partner and I always um, joke around. And say that any any situation, any situation of ethical non-monogamy, that if we're looking at two feminine-centered individuals and one masculine-centered individual, the two feminine-centered individuals choose one another. And if their relationship is solid, then it's, it's almost like if, if the mama's happy, everybody happy. Is that true of y'all? Do you, do you feel like that's a true experience? Um, I would think that depends on the personality because it can it can go either either way i think here's the truth okay every real man mm-hmm. wants nothing more than peace in his house mm. if that makes sense yeah. men just want peace men like like don't don't get it twisted no, it's a lot of immature dudes out there that is with some foolishness, but real men want peace. We don't want all that foolishness. We don't want all, all that ruckus, all that noise. We want our place, our house, our loved ones to be our places of refuge. We don't want all that drama. Okay. So with that being said, it's easier on the triad if the two feminine individuals have their stuff together in their independent relationship. And I say that because the way society raises us, if that makes sense. 
men, um, and it's kind of funny because I have to talk to them about how to deal with women. Men are a lot more tolerable with women than women are. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if something goes awry, a man will be like, well, hell, even the Bible says all women are crazy. So we just Does let that it? slide. <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> the ways of a woman are strange and unknown to man. That's in it twice. Um, so, <laughs> um, Bible the reality of it is, oh yeah, definitely. And whether you're Christian or not, I'm not Christian. I just know that book. And it also states it's better to dwell in a corner top of a small house than a wide house with a brawling woman. Makes sense. Oh shit. Okay. Because you, that's deep. You got to under. It's in there. So the feminine energy in the house has to be balanced for that house to be a home. If, if Luther Vandross tried to give you all the game on that, right? Did. Because men, men have their place and when they come home, they want rest. Mm. They go outside of the home to work. The queens work in the home. If you really think about how things have been for the last several thousand years, right? Mm-hmm. So when he comes home from work, he wants refuge. That's why in the days of old, the woman who can keep the house a home is the more value. So with that said, you want to make sure for those individuals who are in the male, female, female triad, the queens have to be on the same page. Men, the, the brothers are going to look, if y'all good, I'm good. But when those two aren't hitting on the same cylinders, the whole triad is off. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So you touched on so many good things right there. I don't even know where to start. I'm st- I'm still on the the mini Bible study. Y'all know I don't, I don't read the Bibles. I don't. I, that ain't my. That's not my ministry. Um, but I, I like that. That in order to have peace in the home, everyone has to have it. it correct me if this if I'm wrong. In order for there to be peace in the home, everyone has to have peace within themselves and with one another. And how Correct. that feeds into um, making things yes. work inside and outside. Very much so. Oh, y'all better educate the educator today. Yes, yes. I like, I like, I like how he he worded that. Mr. Oliver is always like damn good with his words. So I was like, um, they take over for me. But yeah, I definitely agree with um with what he said, especially because he's the more easygoing. Mm-hmm. of um of the three of us um like for just being chill chill and things like that Jessica and I are just as different as we are alike so mm-hmm. it takes some um, maneuvering and adjusting um and like O said it's one thing to hang out with a woman it's one thing to be sexual with a woman it's one thing to date a woman but when you reach the point of things are getting serious like okay there's feelings involved the love word is being used you're talking about cohabitation you know now you have to step back and seriously look at yourself the individual and everything as a whole um because just something you know just with reading and trying to make sure I stay educated and ethical in my decisions and movements in this journey um, those, you know, stereotypes surrounding like couples privilege and things like that. Right. I do my best to make sure that those things are not like present on, you know, neither myself or O's part. Right. So, 
you know, it's a constant like self-evaluation, self-checking to make sure things stay on the right track. Right. I think a lot of people, when they think polyamory or when they, they, they try to, they separate it out from traditional relationships in the fact that it's not a relationship. So they don't, about, right, they don't think about the level of communication that is involved. They don't think about the level of, I hate using the word compromise, but the, the, the level of give and take, right? They don't, they don't think about all the work that goes into maintaining rich, successful relationships with more than one person at the same motherfucking time. So I think that what y'all are speaking to is, is putting that myth to rest. Like, listen, that we still have to talk. We still have to communicate. We still have to make sure that we're all good in this situation and that we're all full. This is beautiful. Yay. Yep. Okay. Yep. You guys kind of already touched on how, how the, the conversation was presented. Um, Mr. Oliver, oh, Tell me when, when Tasha presented it to you during that conversation, what were your feelings? Like, I know your response, um, what, what were you feeling in that moment? Feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a logical person than emotional person. Okay. You're a um, So my question is, yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, okay, so you want to do that. All right, so how does that work? Mm. And what does this actually mean? Um, are you saying you just want one man and one woman? You want multiple men, multiple women, one other woman, multiple men, so on and so forth. Like, what the hell do you, are you, wait, what is this? Like, explain. I'm not knocking it because it's been going on for thousands of years. So I just want to know, like, what your position on it is, what exactly you want. <laughs> then she explained, excuse me, then she explained, I want one man and one woman. I'm like, Okay, I get it, but my wheels immediately started turning, and I was like, well, in theory, if what you say is correct, based on what I've already read, the work is going to be on me. Mm. I was like, okay, let me, you know, <laughs> get my shit together mentally to make sure I can handle this, because a lot of people, and men ask me all the time, man, you got two women, I'm like, boy, you actually, damn, man, this shit ain't easy as we make it look, because you have to foster, cultivate, maintain two different relationships with two different women at the same time. Yeah. Technically three, then you have the group, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't have any feelings about it because I'm not a judgmental person. Okay, hey, this is what you like, this is what you like. Let's see how this goes. That was my immediate reply because I was like, okay, let me see what's what because my thing is how many people are actually the same way mm. how many people what what are the chances of us finding a compatible input you see what i'm saying so right my big thing was okay let's see how this goes and i just try to make sure um in the right headspace right uh emotional place to deal with it because it's it's a juggle not a struggle but a juggle to make sure because you're dealing with two different people right. and you have to speak two different languages mm. and you got to learn them quickly. <laughs> you see what right. I'm saying? Right. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't a feeling for me. It was like, okay, let, let me see. It's kind of like, it wasn't even a nervousness. All right, this is something new. Let's see, you know? Right. 
but it, it, I didn't have any derogatory feelings about it. And I, I think it was kind of funny to me when Tasha brought it up. I think she was expecting the judgmental side of it. <laughs> and I was just like, look, I just left the church and it's all kind of stuff going on in the church and I ain't got no room to judge nobody because I done seen it all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, it's like the whole, either whether it be gay, whether it be bisexual, lesbian, oh, that's in the church. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I mean, damn, look at the quadrangle, right? Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, and all of the altos, right? So it all, all the altos. Like, all the altos, right? So it wasn't, it wasn't anything new to me. I was like, okay, Let's see where this goes. Okay. Let's see. And I, 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 I think I'll say this. Can I jump in forward? Yeah. I kind of get myself in trouble because I see the possible end result before I see the work to be done. You okay. see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So yeah. you're big. Throughout. Yeah, yo. So throughout, I'll get frustrated. Be like, well, why don't y'all see what we got to do to get this done? What's wrong with y'all? Fix this. Stop. Stop. It's not that serious. You know what I mean? But then again. Right. I'm a man, I'm logical, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but it's, it wasn't anything earth shattering uh, for me when the idea was presented. I was like, okay, because you, you hear about it, but I'm like, okay, it's gotta be a whole lot more than sex. Like it just, it's, it just gotta be more than that. Right. And it can't be that easy. So let me get my mind right to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do so I'm not the hindrance to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. You 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 coming with the gems tonight, y'all. So what I'm hearing is love languages. Y'all having to learn multiple love language at one damn time. It's hard enough for couples trying to figure out one love language and then making sure their love language is is being received and and reciprocated and all this loveliness. But part of part of your your unit and in coming to a healthy unit is, is learning the different love languages, learning how to, to keep peace and, and keep everyone on the same page. But your role is you, you're the balancer. You ground everyone. So you can see big picture while Tasha and Jess might be tripping over the details. So everyone has a role to play there. I love that. That is so beautiful. That, that, and that's how situations work when you, when you have these different balances and, and it, it, it's a well-oiled machine. So, yeah, I definitely um, agree with that as well. And um, even with that, like that staying balanced and making sure everybody's on the same page, um, Jessica can speak to this, um, elaborate on it more. If she, um, if she wants to, I think it's probably hardest for her. Mm-hmm. For as learning to individuals who are already comfortable with each other, who already understand each other's, you know, love language and pretty much an accept as uh, an already established couple versus she's coming in, she has to learn me, she has to learn him, then has to learn how to move about collectively. Like me and O make adjustments and we're both learning right. her. So So that was I was I was about to slide over there to Miss Jones. Okay, because I'm like there is there is constant <laughs> modifications being made because even with that, O and I have to adjust how we interact with each other because now we have someone else that we're we're dating separately and collectively. So it's like okay, you and I need to do this to maintain 
the energy we've cultivated in our marriage that attracted her in the first place. Mm. And then we have to make sure we cultivate this with her. And it is a lot, a lot of work. And I don't think people realize that outside looking in, they'd be like, ooh, black love, look at them, look at them, look at them. But they don't understand the work we have to put in as individuals with healing from previous relationships and then getting mm-hmm. together and then adjusting to each other, learning each other. And like earlier you said, communication, a lot of people throw out the word communicate, communicate, communicate. But if you're just talking and that person isn't understanding you and you're not getting your point across, then you're just doing a bunch of talking. So you need the comprehension part of it and you need to make sure you're getting your message across in a way that's digestible for your partner or that's going to be a lot of head button as well. And I don't think people understand how deep it goes when you say communication or maybe they should just add the word effective communication in there. Yes, yeah, so you you just hit all you didn't you just spoke a word today. There's a difference between listening and comprehending. Yeah. 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 So Jess, I'm right. You real quick, Jess. Yeah, all of it go together. All it all go together. Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna pick on you. So what is is this your first experience in an ethical, ethically non-monogamous relationship? Yes, girl. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh you oh you fresh in that. So what motive? Yeah. I know you said there was a little bit of liquid courage that that day when you slid in them DMs, but what what was the motivation? What what got your wheels to turn in, and what within you made you feel like this is a good situation for you right now? So a little bit of liquid courage, but a more of um, previous years it had always been like a thought in my mind like okay what if this was to actually happen one day it wouldn't be that bad like it wouldn't be that bad Mm -hmm. I could I've always thought about having a girlfriend Mm so okay and of course previous relationships were with a man so I was like okay well both at the same time I could probably do that but I never thought I would actually go ahead and become a big dog one day and say, okay, let's do it. Right. So I was like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and see if it's for me. It's for me. So let me go ahead and put that out in the universe. So going ahead and slide in DMs, I was like, okay, if it happens, I'll go ahead and say it's for me. So once that happened, I was like, okay, well, let me go ahead and take it in and Make sure it's mine. So I just wanted to, I'll say, make sure that I was being true to myself, mm. knowing that in the back of my head, that's what I wanted right. and not deny myself that anymore. Right. So that was important to me. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You, you did that, that self-check-in. So, so what was that process for you? personally how did you what how did you determine like you know what yes this is me this is for me was there just self there just some 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 deep thinking consult with anybody what was, what was that process like for you okay no definitely not consult with anybody because I feel like when you consult with other people uh-huh. you get people people no because if it's for you it's for you and it's definitely all your your business, your cho- choice. 
right. your thoughts, your feelings. It's all about you. And you should be making those decisions for yourself. Absolutely. So, no, I wanted to make that decision for myself. And once I did make that decision for myself, then I was like, okay, y'all, this is what I did. But it was a lot of one meditation, um, two um, journaling, actually. Okay. And saying, okay, if this is what I want and these people possess all of these qualities, why not, girl? Love it. Go ahead and jump in. Yeah. And I just, it, that's that's just important for me. So, um, I love that. And, and honestly, like, Tasha and O just possess all the qualities that I, I want in partners. Yes. So, oh, so, so sweet. Oh, my God. So yeah, Tasha yeah. just touched on something that I would love to, to, to get your insight on. Um, mm-hmm. Tasha and O were established in an established marriage and they had been together for a while. What is it like going into an already established relationship? What does that feel like to you? Oh, baby. <laughs> so because it's an ongoing self-check mm. and um so even when it, it it can be something small like okay um it's actually I talked about this the other day um like something that's like when I not even something small something big like communication like we can we are still learning and it's an ongoing thing learning how to communicate um to each other what works for us versus them They've learned what works and how to communicate to effectively um, get a point across of what works for them, what tone to use, what words to use, what what word not to use versus, okay, look, this is still kind of fresh. Let's, Let's work this out. Let's figure out what works for us. And it can get frustrating, but you still have to realize we're still working it out. We're still figuring things out. And that's that's okay because it's still fresh and if we really want this we'll keep going Absolutely. so I um it's 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 the joy in it I want to say it's the joy in like learning each other learning what works for us and saying oh okay look we got this it worked out like me realizing that they do have their own thing because they've been together for a while mm-hmm. and we're going to have our own thing. Tasha and I are going to have our own thing. Owen and I are going to have our own thing. We're still learning each other. And that's some stuff to really get excited about and really look forward to, like building those connections and building those things. So That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I can see how that, that really does keep the overall relationship very fresh because you're in a constant state of, of learning. I, I, I love presenting myself as a forever learner. That's my big thing. Like I plan on learning every day that I am breathing, I should be learning. Um, and yeah. able to do that in a relationship um, is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all so cute. I like it. Okay. Um, so we're going to jump in really quickly and talk about we kind of talked about benefits already, but if you could give me each of you, if you can give me one benefit of, of polyamory for your union, um, what would the benefit benefit be for you? Jess, you start first because you, you took your phone off of me. 
<laughs> so I'm going to jump in something that I didn't realize in the beginning and they kind of opened my eyes to all of us have a child. Okay. Um, my child, uh, like I said, is about to graduate high school. And mm-hmm. so all of us, our children get an extra parent. Oh. So they got three, they have three kids. Yeah. I mean, three parents. Yes. So I'm all for that. Yeah. Like extra help. Like, thank you, because sometimes, baby, I get stressed out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, so, um, I'm a firm believer in I, parenting tribes. Firm believer yeah. in parenting tribes. And you can't have too many people who genuinely love your children. Firmly believe. Yeah. And Tasha's son just left, and I, I adore him. And they are always on the phone with my daughter and always help with homework and Tasha has helped chill me out with her and talks on the phone with her all the time and I absolutely love um old son like I appreciate all of it so yeah that's that's what I'm going with I love that oh what you got one of course the kids the kids are always amazing um my son is 20 so he's he's grown. <clears throat> and I think one of the fun things about Jessica just said that uh, her son, her daughter, I'm sorry, excuse me, um, she's just graduating high school in the next couple of weeks and she's on her way to college. I'm like, eh, easy. Just got done doing that a couple of years ago. So I know mm-hmm. all the ropes from that. So that's the don't let it stress you out kind of situation. Nice. And then, of course, uh, Tasha's son, him going through his puberty, I'm like, ah, that's too easy. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. I got you. Oh. Um, a lot of things uh, people don't think about when it comes down to the, the triad. One thing I appreciate, and I'm saying this as a business owner, as a man, having the two councils of the queens at the same time you hear so many different perspectives because going back to the days of old the kings would consult the queens more so than the general council because it's her interest involved as well not her political game if that makes sense yeah because if i make the wrong decision we sleeping under the bridge <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah. so and that that helps me out a lot because i get a chance to see things from a different perspective because Tasha will say something, hey, no, we don't need to do that because of one, two, three, four, and five. And Jessica will say, well, no, we don't need to do that because of six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's that extra counsel is a help. And it makes me, because here's what happens in a relationship. A lot of times we take for granted our partners. Mm. With that said, we'll hear our partners say something and not, we'll hear it, but we won't actually like, all right. I'll do it. But it's like, no, nah, you're just tripping. That ain't real. But when you hear it again, it's like, okay, let's check this out. That along with, of course, finances is always a good thing. Um, aside from those two, mm-hmm. I would say I, I would say the council. I would say the council. I love asking the queens what they think about certain decisions mm-hmm. because women think about things differently than men, especially in a relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. Perfect example. I want to buy a car for me, right? Mm-hmm. And the first thing they said was, well, you know, it's three of us. We got to fit in the car. I was like, what made y'all think I was going to buy a two-door car? I'm ah. just saying, just to make sure, you know. <laughs> you got to make sure. Like, <laughs> got to make sure. So who will be riding in it? Right, 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 yeah. right. So, so keeping that level ahead, um, I think that's one of the biggest things 
for me, I always have somebody to bounce information and questions off of. Awesome. I like that. Tasha, what you got? The additional support is always a plus, especially when it comes to the babies. Like my son is the youngest. Old son is 20. Yeah, just turned 20. Um, Jessica's daughter turns 19 this year and my son turns 13. So even though he's not a baby and he's self-sufficient, you know, he's the youngest, you know, the youngest one. So I think it's, it's also good that he gets to like experience the, the option. Like if he decides not to be, you know, not to live his life as a monogamous individual, cause he's well, he's also well, well aware <laughs> of what's going on, um, with us and dating and things. Okay. Um, Another benefit that I cannot leave out is the whole idea of having my forever lady bait and my forever man um, man bait. That wasn't something, you know, I grew up saying that I grew up thinking that was impo impossible or unattainable. So to be in a place where like, okay, things are working, you know, I can see where this is going. We just need to do ABC all the way through Z back over again to make sure, you know, things stay in a place or we stay in a space where we we purposely choose each other if that makes sense absolutely absolutely oh i love that i love that big question big question what advice would you give couples interested in poly <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna talk to the fellas fellas number one you need to understand um that it's more than just sex mm. number one number two even though it's more than just sex, you need to be able to perform in that area because mm. you have two women to please. So, talk to them. Talk to them. Um, if you can't please the one you got, mm. and you need not entertain the idea of bringing in another woman into that foolishness. Now, if she is bisexual and wants to bring another woman into that foolishness, she'd be like, hey, I need a timeout. I need, I need some vitamins. And I need to get a gym membership, do some cardio for y'all trying to kill me, right? <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of dudes, I mean, and I, and I tell them, I say straight up, you know, a lot of dudes ask me about the whole threesome thing. Okay, cool. Bro, you got to perform twice, like twice what you normally do. Ain't going to be no, like, you know, hey, hey, have your shit together. For right. real. Now, if you know you ain't got no long stroke, then just be honest with everybody. Look at this ain't for me because, look, I just can't perform, right? Oh. Are <laughs> you with that? Making adjustments. <laughs> Making adjustments. Because like I say, I mean, <laughs> a lot of dudes look at that first. Exactly. Exactly. You need to be okay with the adjustments, right? Yes. And I say that because a lot of dudes think about that first. Mm. Second, well, third, which is second to that, um, you have to have your finances in order, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Even biblically, it says if you take on a second wife, the support for her should not be taken from the first wife. Oof. That's in the book. I'm not saying you got to be Christian. I'm not. I'm just telling you what's in one of the oldest books that people actually reference, right? Mm. So with that being said, I can't date Jessica while taking money away from the quality time I need to spend with Tasha. If me and Tasha are scheduled to have a date on Tuesday at noon, I need to be able to do that if I go to Shreveport and spend time with Jessica. I can't tell Tasha, yo, you know what I'm saying? Money kind of tight this weekend <laughs> and I got to go see Jessica. So we got to put your lunch on hope. No, mm. absolutely not. 
Same thing with gifts, same thing with birthdays, same thing with, you know what I'm saying, that kind of thing. So it's still, you got to be able to wholly support as prophet, priest, and king for both individuals if that's what you want to do. So it's bigger than just, yeah, it's it's great. But like I tell guys all the time, yeah, threesomes are awesome. So what you going to do when you wipe off? Mm. Now Mm. what? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? When you have to adult, adult. (laughs) Right. Now, as a big brother, I'll say this to the queens. Be leery of the men who want to involve you in this lifestyle and say things like, yeah, it's for financial freedom because we can put all our monies together. No, sir. It doesn't work that way. Mm. It does not work that way. It is, it's easier. Okay. I understand society is changing, but I'm kind of old school in this context. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility as a man to upkeep that household. Now, mm-hmm. financial freedom in a paradigm like this looks like this. Okay. You want to go to school? It's faster for you to just go to school and not work. I got these bills. Go to school, make it happen. Okay. Now you out of school. Now we can make this money. Make sense now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what happened with me and Tasha. You see what I'm saying? And as soon as Jessica gets out here, we're going to put her on the plan to get her done and get her making some money. And then there we go. Right. You see how it works? So you can't. It's old school. My dad, old school Baptist dude, right? 100% monogamous. Don't believe in none of the shit I got going on. One thing I did take from him is anything that goes on in that house as a man, if you call yourself the man of the house, it's on you. Mm. And there's a lot of men that can't handle that because, and I hate to kind of put it out there like that, but this is why a strong man needs to be in the upbringing of a child because there's a lot of men out there who are raised like women, Mm. if that makes sense. Mm. And they think somebody's supposed to take care of them. No, it's your responsibility, it's your house. Mm. Whether or not Tasha or Jessica works, the lifestyle of this house isn't supposed to change. To me, it sounds like... And that, go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. It sounds like what? It goes back to who are your hands big enough to hold your partners? Can you hold Facts. Them? I love it. Yes. That's the best way to do it. That's the best way to do it because okay. at the same time, this man is going to want you to respect him as a man. And I kind of chuckle because I've had to tell both Tasha and Jessica, whoa, whoa, I'm not like the other man you've been with. I got this. Mm. You should know, and it's, it's, it's a prideful moment too, right? But, and that's a process that we have to go through because at the same time, true, true enough, they do get on me because when I say things like that, they remind me, hey, ain't too many real men out here like that. So you can't just be saying that like, it's just, you know, high value men just walking around. That's not like a thing anymore. I was like, okay, cool. I get it. So people are products of their environment. Now, it is going to be difficult for the queens to navigate finding a high-value man to do this because everybody wants to say they are and they're not. Mm. So is, is, is it easy? No. Financially, for me, eh, I guess good. I got it. You know, I'm doing my thing, right? <laughs> not to put that out there, but... Your finances have to be in order. Your thought process has to be in order. Your physical fitness and ability to perform has got to be in order because you have to please spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, and emotionally two people. Mm. So that's That's what I would put out there for both the kings and the queens. That's deep. 
That was good. Shit, that's the whole fucking podcast right there. Let me go and hang it up. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to do the whole podcast. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. Because I done forgot the question. No. <laughs> What's your biggest piece of advice for couples interested in poly? Jack. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say be open. Mm. Be open to your partners mm-hmm. and I'm saying this as being monogamous going into like poly like just boom I'm here we in this time. like be yes like boom what up right um be open to listening be open to change be open to changing things about yourself that you didn't know were even possibly an issue be open to a lot of communication because yeah it is involves a lot because in the end of the day it's three relationships yeah yeah and you you got to talk it all out and it's not just hey what's up i'm just checking on you today know like you are cultivating three entirely different relationships to make one big relationship like be open to self-checks to group check-ins I don't know if any of us even talked about that that we even have group check-ins and um individual check-ins yeah individual relationship check-ins throughout the week yeah every week Sundays and Mondays I'm I'm tooting my little social work horn. That's that's something I picked up and brought back to the group because it's gonna make us better. So toot toot, yeah. The check in. <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. That that sound that sound a little clinical there. I like that. that yeah, cool. yeah. I like that. But doing that relationship, checking the temp, checking the temperature yeah. of each individual person and as the collective. That that's beautiful. Now that that's some real for me communication is the key in any relationship but most definitely when we're looking at at a group dynamic i love that so definitely just be open to a lot because at first i was like what this is a lot of talking like am i up for this but now i was about to say like, okay that's, that's some hours in a day but my gosh i love it yes <laughs> But look, I mean, with Jessica be calling meetings and stuff now. Y'all, we need to have a talk. I love it. We go. We all gonna be on this thing together. Bro, no, wait a minute. So when I forget to call one of them, well, hello, I ain't heard from you all day, sir. Like, damn. <laughs> oh, Jess. Oh, Jess. Yeah, it's it's, it's true. It's true. So. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like before, in the beginning, I was like, so what's what's up with all this talking? But now I get it. Like, it's really all about talking and being open with each other and working things out, even when it's it's not a problem. But hey, look, so what we doing this week? What's what's the game plan for today? Um, How are we feeling? What do we think about this? Okay, everybody's good. Okay, great. Like, like it's, it's really about making sure that your partners are okay, making sure that everybody is good mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that great stuff. And yeah, mm. just 
communicating on all different levels. Sexually too, like I ain't gonna leave that out. Just thank, 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 thank you, babe. But that was like, you, um, she forgot one yeah, of the other S words. Yeah, yeah, sexually too. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can't come on a podcast about sex and not talk about sex. Yeah, yeah sexually too. We ain't gonna leave that one out. Yes. Cool. Tasha, what's your biggest piece of advice for couples interested in poly? Um, because I went last this time around, um, they stole like oh, my all of it. So I would just add, kind of like add little side notes to what both <laughs> Jessica and Oak said. Um, something Jessica said made me think about something I see a lot in like a lot of polyamorous groups, like black and poly groups, mm-hmm. especially like with couples um, dating, and it kind of don't bridge into piggybacking off what O said as well. Um, like the amount of relationships, the connections within that triad, mm-hmm. because you have the couple, then, so I use a, so you have me and O, then you have me and Jessica then you have mm-hmm. Owen, Jessica, then you have all three of us. So that's four connections that have to consistently be modified and nurtured and readjusted to make sure none of the parts fall off and then everything goes crumbling into damn crumbs. Mm. Um, so I would say that's the biggest thing. Like if you're not putting in the work as a couple, whether you're male, male, female, female, male, female, you know, whatever, however that couple identifies if you're not putting in the work on that level then you know seeking another partner for the both of you like that's just it's it's chaos and right just drama like waiting to happen just waiting to happen because whatever issues you thought you had like they're going to be how the little baby said on that um viral video it's exacerbated Mm, right. <laughs> adding someone um someone to them especially like with fresh eyes something else Jessica said with fresh eyes coming in to see things you may have missed or to see things you you and your partner thought were you know addressed and done and over with and you're like no nah, no nah, baby we gotta go back here we got some more cleaning up to do mm. um mm. another thing with couples um that I want to put out there that I'm seeing is women being gay for play like Mm. pretending to like other women to please homeboy sis it is mm -mm, don't don't do it if you're not genuinely interested in women from the licking hunching touching finger play whatever however creative your mind can get with being intimate with a woman if that ain't for you don't don't be out here like pretending to be gay or bisexual or biromantic or whatever just to please a man um also for the fellas who think they want a triad or who think a triad is the only form of ethical non-monogamy um i'm seeing a lot of guys asking for women to be added to their relationship well sis ain't in the women you got to be okay with sis going to go get get another um another man so she has two male partners opposed to you know them dating together so i did want to put that out there even though we're in um a closed triad i don't want people to think that's the only form of ethical non-monogamy people should be able to exercise their right to experiment and see what works for them what fits for them especially if they they identify as heterosexual then you can't you know put in a relationship with a same-sex individual right right 
Right. So just determining what style or what structure best suits your needs or works for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real quick, real Mm -hmm. quick. If I may interject. Absolutely. Also, no, you may not. To the couples, (laughs) I'm going to anyway. Um, (laughs) The couples that think they want to use an individual to spice up their relationship, that's a no. Mm. That's a that's a huge, huge no. Don't use somebody to spice up the relationship and then after you get your itch scratched, now you want to, you know, throw somebody away. That's that's unacceptable. Right. Right. I and you know what I, I have seen and heard a lot of a lot about um people looking for unicorns. My partner and I we, we talk about all the time, we want to have a threesome for my birthday, his birthday, all the birthdays, all the holidays. But the one thing that's very important for both of us is that we have a friendship with this person first and foremost and after and during because the relationship piece, you, you don't treat people as though they're disposable. You, you have to ensure that everyone that's involved in the situation is, is full. That's my, that's my key phrase, are, are you full? And that everyone has an understanding of what friendship is and what it looks like and, and how that works because people are not disposable. So thank you for mentioning that piece because that is important. That is important. All right. Last question. Top three sex tips. And because it's three of y'all, just give me one a piece. One a piece. Top three sex tips. Who want to go first? Shit, oh. I go first. I ain't scared. There you go. Um, fellas, <laughs> that 10 to 15 minute shit ain't gonna work. The what? The 10 to 15 minute stroke shit that ain't gonna work. You need to be able to stroke as long as necessary. So, well, if you do not have <laughs> stamina is important. I suggest you get your heart right. I suggest your diet be right. If mm. you can't do that, there are plenty prescriptions out there. You just gotta put your ego down. Go to the hospital and be like, look here, it's two of them at the house and this little five, six minute thing ain't working, Doc. What you got for me? They'll, mm. they'll put you on an IV in this shit, not a pill regimen, okay? But <laughs> I will or, say- Or also <laughs> seek the counsel of a, of a sex therapist as well. Yeah, that, exactly, definitely. Um, And I say that because men- will find it hard to perform if their pride is broken. Mm. Believe it or not, your, your, your piece of meat down there, it is going to or not work based on how you feel emotionally. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Don't get it twisted. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Because it's like a lot of people don't understand, well, so I seen in the mood, just like you wasn't in the mood. Mm. You know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. Health is a big thing. I, I say that a lot to my brothers, man. Like, look, get on your health game, get in the gym, get on your diet, stop eating bullshit, stop smoking and drinking, and whatever the hell drugs you're doing every day, stop that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Take care of yourself. Because people say, you know, brothers having heart attacks out there right now at like 40, 45. So yeah. make sure you got that together, health tips for the sex thing. Because look, we all know you feel like shit if they still laying there licking and touching on each other and they ain't whoa, I tie. Absolutely. And there we go. Absolutely. Oh, okay, Jess. Jess, come through. I see you. I see you. Okay. I'm going to say keep the toys and the accessories in the bedroom. Okay. 
Okay. Yes. You can't be you can't be mm-hmm. ducking out the room to go get something and then come back. Okay. Okay. Leave them in the bedroom. You okay. never know when they're gonna come in handy, and you never know what she's gonna like. So. Love it. Absolutely. Thanks, to Tasha. Shout out to me. Shout out to Tasha. Yep. I, I instantly thought about that blindfold when you said that. I said, hey, they had flashbacks about that damn blindfold. Wait, pause, pause, pause. Stop playing blindfold. As a matter of fact, I got the blindfold out of the dryer today. Yes, indeed. What is What it was yeah. Oh, little play. Come through. Hey, blindfold. And I was like, wait a minute. What is this? Yeah, it was one of the days um, Jessica and I, um, I drove to Shreveport to spend some time with her. We had some alone time. And I was like, let me try. Obi let me do all kinds of stuff. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait pause, babe. Pause, babe. She surprised me oh. and came to Shreveport. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes, had me in tears. Yes. You didn't cry. You held them to your back. Your eyes just was was moving real fast. Your eyes was moving What? It's a, a little joke we have. <laughs> My eyes was moving. Y'all so cute. Mm-hmm. Yes. But so, yes. So she surprised you. Yes. And they she put that blindfold out. I was like, what? With Where's a blindfold. Yes. Put a slide all night. I know that's right. If I have to thing. Okay. I love it. So keep the toys readily available. If you don't have to get, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. That's what some plan yeah. wants. On that note, on that note, fellas, let them tie you up. It is amazing. Just trust me. Trust me on that. Yes. I'm with that. Please. Y'all better show out. Put on for your city. Absolutely. Tasha, what you got? Because you coming with the with the tricks. You're tying up, you're using blindfolds. You all right, MVP. What what What's your biggest thing? I like I like people who let me do stuff to them. Ah. And they just they happen to, you know, just let me do stuff to them. Love so, it. Love it. Um I would say biggest sex tip is make sure you have time mm. individually sexually. Okay. So right. um I think that's a that's a big thing that people often I don't want to, I don't know if it's intentional. It's probably just neglectful as hell, to be honest with you. Because um, I see a lot of triads and it's always group sex and always the couple having sex. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not a lot of energy is given to the guy and the, the guy and the woman having their own sexual relationship and then the two women having their own sexual um, relationship. So I think that's very important as well. I mean, even more so with the women. So making sure that intimacy is there and the sexual needs are met in a way that both parties are, are satisfied. So it's kind of like having to match, I guess you say match the energy. So it's not, so the balance is not thrown off where one person prefers one-on-one and just kind of just like blah when it comes to sex or vice versa somebody prefers the group sex over the individual sex so kind of like making sure that balance is there where everybody is like on the same page or it's like the sexual the the sexual energy they give off Mm, that's good i like that i like that 
Y'all, thank y'all so much for spending time with me today, allowing the world just a little, just a, a little peek into, into your love and, and the beauty that is. Um, if you guys have anything else you guys would like to tell the world, how are you changing the world? Anything about your brands, just whatever you want to put out there, here's your opportunity. You got anything? Um, I want to say thank you for asking us on. I was shocked. I was excited when you asked. I was like, what? Yes. Yes. And yes, yes I, I follow um, your podcast page from both both my business and my personal page. So I, I, I will make sure to share the podcast on my business page where it can get some traction. Thank you. Um, as well. So I, I will I, share that. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I want to personally thank y'all for being supportive and also for putting representing just the the openness and representing what it means to 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 walk your own path because i i think for for me in my generation we didn't see this we didn't know this was possible so to to see a couple working to, to have a poly relationship because it suits them, it fills them. It really does serve as a motivation for other individuals who may be interested but are afraid because they don't think people are doing it or they they want to- Don't do know it. where to start. Just don't know where to start. So I just, I want to say, time, say thank you so much for walking your path unapologetically, being you, um, because after I probably said it's beautiful 80 million times. Thank y'all so much for all that y'all do and the beauty that y'all add to this world. No problem. It's, it's yeah, no, no problem. No problem. I'm I'm thankful no problem. I saw this type of these type the, this type of lifestyle growing up. So mm. monogamy was never the only like the only option. I will say, but yeah. Um, you asked us before we went into that about rep our brands telling us how we were changing the world. So yeah. You pushed on it in the beginning. You said you wasn't going to let me slide. So <laughs> I am, for those listening, I am a licensed social worker and a firearm instructor here in Texas. I do travel um, to provide my services. The way I've mixed those two, I made a little baby called Tactical Social Worker. That's my brand. That's me. My logo is me in the picture. Um, and I take firearms training and break it down to the concepts of like self-care, self-love, or as protecting your peace, protecting your space. And I present it to individuals um, in that way. I'm currently in the process of adding a program that assists individuals with working through those trauma barriers that's preventing them from grasping the concept of why they need or should stand up for themselves mm. in the first place, both with and without a firearm. Mm. I love that. I'm going to go ahead and go on your website and sign up for Red Nash. Those are my little footprints I'm leaving. I love, I love, I love. Jess, oh, y'all got anything y'all want to share? How you, how are you changing the world? You good? Sure, sure. Um, oh, um, bodybottletactical.com. Uh, we do everything, fitness and firearms uh, on that side. Of course, firearms instruction, we do have an academy everything where your certifications will come from so far as license to carry or even security certifications all the way up to executive protection and yeah we just enjoy life love our people and we want to see our people go to the next level so i definitely appreciate this um polyamory was again introduced uh to me via tasha 
I took it on more so as a community upgrade, more so than what the status quo would say. Right. Um, but yeah, man, we just love our people here for our people. Make sure we stay protected. Love it. Love it. What you got for me, Jess? How you changing this world? I'm just changing the world one pair of boobs at a time. That's, Girl, that's did you say one pair of boobies at a time? <laughs> you know, and Jessica yeah. is raising a hell raiser. I, I have to put that out there because her, her daughter is the MF and homie. So she yes. she's one of the newer generation that's not with, with the shenanigans of, this is true. of them in society. So okay. okay. So she's she's she, she's she's raising a world changer, somebody who's gonna change society. So wow, I was about that. Yeah. I'm raising a re- like a revolutionary. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Raising a revolution. Yeah. That in and of itself is how you are changing the world. And I am so grateful. So grateful for the contribution that you are putting into this world. Cause that is that's some real shit right there. <laughs> Thank you. Please don't make me cry. Oh, don't cry. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all, thank y'all. I'm, y'all have a good one. I did a total of one pair of boobs at a time. Yeah. One pair of titties at a time. <laughs>